The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props and parlays. Download the free PixWise app to make your next bet better. And we're brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the US? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Odds Crowd gives away hundreds of dollars in weekly contests, including the $100 SGPN exclusive free roll contest. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast. My name is Malcolm Bamford, joining you from sunny Newcastle, up on the northeast coast of England. We're here for a quick Fire Friday episode. We've got the early part of the week to cover, uh, and we've got the final part of these playoff races that's going to unfold over the next 72 hours. Um, it's been a really exciting week so far. really enjoyed it. And here to help me take you through it and hopefully give you a couple more, we squeeze a couple more picks and a couple more wins into the last three days of the season from Houston, Texas. Uh, it's Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, hello. How are you? How are you, sir? We are close to crossing the finish line for the regular season. <laughs> Happy October. I can't believe it's already October. Wow, this is crazy, man. Final weekend. Uh, lots to get to, but um, yeah, man, we were last weekend of the MLB season and then quick turnaround to the wild card game starting on Tuesday. I'm excited, man. This is a. Uh, one of the best times of the year for not only baseball, but I think being a, a sports fan because yeah. there's so much like, you know, NFL is well underway. We have MLB playoffs approaching, uh, basketball starting, uh, EPL, soccer is in full swing. So uh, great stuff going on, and I'm excited, man. Yeah, we, we talked on um, Tuesday uh, about this week, and it hasn't yeah. let us down, really. There was loads of stuff still up in the air. Mm. Uh, really just the right amount of races, I think. Um, and still with, like I say, it's uh, it's Friday afternoon uh, with three days to go. Um, there's still things to be sorted out. So, yeah, it's been a good fun week, Moon. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, there's been some uh, great uh, some great games. Again, you know, I've, we've been keeping an eye on uh, the Giants and the Dodgers. I know we'll get to that in a little bit about, you know, the, the game that we were talking about offline on Wednesday night for the Dodgers. Um but yeah, we we had a couple teams clinch divisions, a um, couple of races still still to be decided. But you know, there's still there's still meaningful baseball left to be played this weekend for sure, and we'll get into that in in, in a minute. But um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I mean, you know, with baseball, it's it's you know it's kind of in the rearview mirror for a lot of people because football is well underway. But uh, you and I are going to still be grinding it out and and definitely be watching these. Uh, these games this weekend and then obviously next week with playoffs starting. It's crazy. Um, so we said we'd keep it snappy, so we'll get straight into our picks from Tuesday night. Now, I've only just realised, Moonaf, um, that 
sorry, my daughter's just invaded. And she's I'm waving at Moonaf and Moonaf's waving at him, which is most unprofessional. That's over in the middle of the afternoon. We normally do this when everyone's in bed, Moonaf. Uh, but this time, it must be early for morning, early morning for you. I should be uh, recording and this uh, video in. We make sure to post it on social. She's still back oh, there. Honestly. Oh, now she just ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously last week you and Scott had both went, uh, you, you, you went four and oh, you and Scott and I went the other way. Um, and we flip-flapped. So I think yeah. uh, what, we'll, what we'll say is, Moonaf, we've completed the last two episodes at six and six. Um, so yeah, I had double dubs on Wednesday, which was the under in the A's and the Mariners game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was Frankie Montas and Logan Gilbert. The game finished 4-2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was delighted with that. And on also on Wednesday, I got the Blue Jays' money line uh, yeah. to beat the Yankees, which was a nice one. Um, always in the game, just like we talked about, um, we thought Jose Berrios would keep um, the Jays in touch with the Yankees and Garrett Cole, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, Bo Bichette hit his second homer of the game in the eighth. Um, yeah, and got us a good win. So uh, at least on a personal level, I feel like I've uh, contributed a little bit. Because um, nothing really nothing really fell quite right for, for you and Scott this week in what has been a difficult week to handicap. It has been. I mean, um, you know, obviously no excuses, but the, the you know, I was watching the, uh, the Yankees and the Blue Jays game on uh, Wednesday. I know we had the double dip in that game, so I had that tuned in for sure. But... Um, yeah, I think your handicap was was correct that Garrett Cole was in recent form has been, you know, up and down in this game. He was down, you know, he gave up, I think, a couple of early home runs in the game. Uh, I believe the Blue Jays got out to what a three nothing lead or four nothing lead by I think the end of three or end of four. And at that point, I was like, well, this under is probably in danger of not cashing. And lo and behold, Yankees make a great comeback. Uh, but this was a great, great game to watch. You know, it kind of. This game and especially the Giants and Dodgers series um, and their respective series that they had, it really felt like a playoff atmosphere, along with the Phillies and the Braves. We'll talk about that, too. But this was a fun series, man. I mean, I watched every single one of these games. Unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of it. Fortunately, you were on the right side of it. I think that was a great call by you. Um, And I think that we, we talked about that both for Garrett Cole and Robbie Ray. This was going to be an important game. And I think both of them kind of shit the bed in their last starts. So yeah. it's going to be interesting how that uh, Cy Young race kind of uh, goes out for the American League. But uh, yeah, kudos to you for your for uh, picking out a, a great, great spot for the Blue Jays there. Yeah, Robbie Ray seemed to just regress back to previous Robbie. We've had an all new, an all new shiny Robbie Ray this season, but he seemed to turn back into his old self and uh, home runs. Uh, was often a problem, and the Yankees just kept hitting him over the fence. That was the manager's fault. I mean, he should have pulled him after. I think that I forgot, I think they either tied it up, and I think Judge came up and hit another one. I thought he should have been pulled before that, and I think Labor Torres came up and hit another two-run home run. I think you know the manager should have pulled uh, Robbie Ray at that point, but you know we all, especially in you know NFL, there there's idiot coaches and idiot managers in the American, the MLB. And I think this was one of those cases where I thought that he should have been pulled just to be protected. Yeah. So um, we'll, we'll stay with that series then. So we need to know Moonaf mm-hmm. uh, where everybody's at in this, in this wild card race. We have one divisional race still in play, yeah. uh, which we'll come to in a little moment. Um, but we've got the, the wild card race. 
Um, I wrote several times on the list just to see if I could get a rise out of you, if you could explain to me all the tie-break scenarios. Sure. Um, but we've got uh, really confident, are you? So we've got we've got four uh, four teams um, who are still in contention. The Yankees having gone five and one on this little road trip this yeah. week, uh, taking the series against the Blue Jays, and we've said the Red Sox shit in the bed against the Orioles. Um, so and the, the other two teams who are still alive. Um, obviously are the Blue Jays and somehow the Mariners. So uh, mm. what's the situation? Who is going to do what, Muna? So, so obviously there's two wildcard spots in each uh, um, each league, right? And now we're talking about American League because that's the only one that's up in the air. So right now the Yankees have a, a two-game lead over the Red Sox who have the second wildcard spot. The Yankees are in a very good spot right now. If they just take care of business or win two out of the three, uh, they're win two out of the three games this weekend, they're going to get that number one wild card spot. The part where it gets interesting is for that second wild card spot right now between the Red Sox, the Mariners, and the Blue Jays. So right now, the Red Sox and the Mariners are tied for that second wild card spot, and the Blue Jays are one game out. So right now, if let's just put a hypothetical that the Red Sox went out against the Nationals this weekend and the Mariners went out against the Angels this weekend and the Red Sox and the Mariners are both tied. So pretty much it's simple that they're going to go to a game number 163. Whichever team wins that game between the Red Sox and the Mariners is going to get that second wild card spot. From there, then they'll play the Yankees. Uh, if the Yankees hold uh, hold serve as that number one wild card spot, and obviously from whoever wins that game is going to play, I think the team with the best record in the American League, which would be the Rays. So, um, again, again, if there's a three way tie there, that's where it kind of gets interesting. So let's just say the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees are oh, – sorry, it's the Blue Jays, the Mariners, and the um, Red Sox are tied for that final second wildcard spot. Yeah. So what it will be is that it will be um, the winner of, let's just say, between the Red Sox and the Mariners is going to have to face the winner of – so okay, so it'll be kind of like a right <laughs> a round robin. Let's just say that, right? Okay, so okay, yeah, it'll be a round robin. So pretty much the two winners of the uh, of those series are going to play each other for that second wild card spot. So each team is going to play each other once, yeah, that's right. and then whoever is the winner, um, you know, they'll play each other for that second wild card spot. So let's just hope. I think this may go to where it's going to be a game one sixty three on Monday between two of these ball clubs. I have no faith in the Red Sox right now, so it might just be that they lose two out of three to the Nationals and the Mariners went out against the Angels, but I think they will. And then you have, I think the Blue Jays are taking on the Orioles. So all three of these teams are playing not great clubs, especially the Red Sox and the uh, Blue Jays. Um, But again, this is going to be day by day, Malcolm. I know we'll be exchanging messages all weekend, so... I would be very excited to see a game 163 between two clubs battling for that second spot. Um, so we'll definitely be keeping our an eye out for that. But um, yeah, it, it's down to the wire, ball to the walls time for all three of these teams. Well, that was clear as mud moon after all of that. What <laughs> if, um, 
if there's a four way tie, Moon, I thought would the permutations be then? Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I can take you through them if you're just off the top of my head. Yeah. I think um, it would obviously if the Yankees go 0 for 3 mm. and the Red Sox go 2 and 1, the Mariners go 2 and 1, and the Blue Jays go 3 and 0, then we would have a, have a four way tie. Yeah, so I think um, then the two teams would play each other and the other two teams would play each other. And this would be fairly simpler than the three team. Yeah. So let's just say if it's four-way tie, let's just say Yankees, Red Sox play each other and then the Blue Jays, Mariners play each other. So the winners of those two teams or those two games would face each other for that second wild card spot. Does that make sense? No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> So you're saying if there's four team ties for the second or four teams tied for both the wild card spots? Four way tie for both wild card spots. Okay. So yeah, it'll be the same then. So let's just say two teams are going to play each other, I think, by head to head records. And then whichever two teams win are going to get those two wild card spots. It seems like the four way tie for the two <laughs> wild card spots is much easier than the three way tie. So let's just hope that there's only either the races get decided. Or, or there's two teams that have to play a game number 163 to determine who's going to get that second wild card spot. Yeah, all teams would all the four teams would have to finish with 91 wins, exactly. and then it's actually the the club with the highest winning percentage against the other clubs right. who they're tied with. Yeah, uh, they get to choose, so they would choose um, A, B, C, D all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I only really brought that up just to see if I could um, make you. Uh, panic and stammer a bit actually um you got me a little so that bit. was yeah thanks that was fun uh the braves would have clinched the nl east um you had tickets on both you were you were rooting a little bit harder for the phillies won't you? yeah uh, but the phillies just really never turned up um mm-hmm. but the the braves clinched and you had a nice little cash on that yeah, the uh, Braves, uh, obviously, you know, we had talked about this all season long or up until, you know, the post-trade deadline where we're kind of picking up tickets on teams to win divisions or make to the playoffs. Uh, no, I'm still not mad about the Phillies, you know, picking up that ticket because we talked about, you know, the, the struggles of the Mets with their with their batting and then losing, obviously, Jacob deGrom. I think that was big for the Mets. And then, you know, we really have to kind of tip our hat to the Braves front office for going out and getting replacement players for the injury they that suffered well that was suffered to Ronald Acuna Jr. right they went out and got Austin Riley they got Jorge Soler um Eddie Rosario I think those were big pickups for the Braves and rightfully so they were able to clinch the NL East division um I believe this was yesterday yeah that's against right. the Phillies and you know the Phillies offense just went cold at the very wrong time I believe they only scored uh, nine runs over the last 30, 39 innings dating back to the Mets series, sorry, the uh, Pirate series on Sunday. So when you're only scoring nine runs in that amount of time, it's you're not going to win very many games. And again, because of the lack of scoring and Braves, you know, seizing the moment, you can say they were able to clinch and sweep the Phillies to win uh, the NL East. And now they don't have much to worry about over the weekend. So uh, congrats to the Braves. Did cash a nice ticket there also, um, but, you know, we're, here we are. And hopefully, you know, again, I think next season, this NL East race is going to be interesting again. You know, who knows? Again, this might come down to the last week like we've been talking about all season long. Yeah, that's uh, four years in a row that the Braves have gone on and done that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, next season is going to be very interesting, especially uh, I'll be looking to see how the Mets can uh, can cobble something together. Uh, eventually, the Astros clinched the AL West, uh, beating the 
Uh, they beat Rays, Tampa, uh, 3-2 yeah. on Thursday night uh, behind a, a big shot from Carlos Correa. Um, mm-hmm. That's something we touted up um, here all the way through probably April, May in, in early June uh, when there were still plus numbers about the Astros. Um, so I know we topped up a few times on that. Um, plus 115, plus 120 round about that. Um, yeah. So eventually they, they dragged it out a little bit, but I never thought they were in danger. So congratulations to us and uh, yeah. Houston also. Um, the Cardinals clinched that um, NL wild card uh, with 17 wins in a row. Um, the main takeaway from this, though, was that uh, I know there was somebody uh, on Twitter was asking uh, was asking Sean and Ryan um, about a little parlay they put on. And you quite rightly, Munaf, uh, put up that this was a bit of a um, a bit of a bad spot for for St Louis um, having clinched that uh, NL wild card spot. You thought they might be a little bit flat uh, the night after, after, possibly after celebrating the night before. Yeah, when you have all alcohol in your system, that's pretty much all you need to know, right? That's the handicap. I mean, yeah, the, the Cardinals when they won that 17 game in a row, uh, they pretty much at that point clinched the NL wild card spot, that second spot. So. When you're at that point, you don't really have much left to play for, right? I mean, you, you, your team is going to be celebrating not only winning 17 games in a row, but defying the odds, really. Back in August, I think they were like 1.9% to make the playoffs. And um, they were at all 17 wins in a row, clinched the second wild card spot. Obviously, you're going to celebrate in your clubhouse at night. You're going to have alcohol involved. Guys are going to be up late partying and celebrating and you still have a game to play the next day. So I think that, you know, all that, that puts you in a bad spot the next day. And lo and behold, the winning streak was snapped that following night, but they won again last night. So I think they uh, clinched on Tuesday, um, lost on Wednesday, and then yesterday on Thursday, they they uh, won the game. So I think um, that's something to keep in mind, right? If you're going to be picking games or betting on baseball, you got to check what's, what's happening with some of these teams. I think, the Astros are in that spot tonight where they're opening a series against the A's um, Red Sox. Uh, sorry. The Astros clinched last night. I'm um, oh, sorry. They clinched the division. We saw that they were partying and, and celebrating rightfully so in their, uh, in their locker room on the field, you know, team pictures, all that good stuff. So I think this tonight might be a spot where you may want to fade the uh, Astros going up against the A's uh, to start the, to start the weekend series here. Yeah, I think there's going to be a few spots over the weekend that we can come to when we've got some uh, some little pointers, things to look at uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Uh, so finally then, the Dodgers and the Giants. The Giants uh, have maintained their two-game lead over the Dodgers. Um, they both swept. Um, they've both just gone three for three this week. Um, the Giants fairly straightforward against the D-backs, uh, but the Dodgers have had a bit of a roller coaster against the Padres. Uh, yeah. A couple of great games in there, Muna. Yeah, I think that we're talking about this offline. It was the Wednesday night game. And uh, no, I actually stayed up to watch this game. Uh, I had a couple of wagers on this game. But yeah, Giants, let's talk about the Giants first. They took your business against the Diamondbacks. They were trailing early on in some of those games. So there were some great live opportunities for the Giants. But uh, they took her business against the Diamondbacks. Won all three games there. I think the more interesting one that we talked about, Malcolm, was maybe the Padres were going to give the Dodgers some trouble. But this Dodgers lineup, it's incredible, man. I mean, I talked about this on my Twitter and I was tweeting it out and I was saying that if your top three guys in your lineup is Mookie Betts, um, Corey Seager, and Trey Turner, followed by a Max Muncy or a Justin Turner, you're going to be 
winning more games than losing games. And those big bats really came into um, came into a clutch moment for the Dodgers because they were trailing nine to five, headed into the bottom of the seventh inning on Wednesday night and pretty much turned into a home run derby for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts hit one in the bottom of the seventh. They got it to nine to six. And then in the bottom of the eighth, Max Muncy, AJ Pollock, and Cody Bellinger, I think all back-to-back-to-back, I believe, hit a home run to tie the game. And then we're getting into the bottom of the ninth. At that point, you kind of knew that if the Padres weren't going to score in the top of the ninth, that the Dodgers were going to go on and win this game. So long story short, Corey Seager uh, walks up in the bottom of the ninth and hits a uh, two-run home run to seal the victory for the Dodgers. They, they won again 11-9. to nine. And it's crazy. We were talking about how that also covered the run line uh, for the Dodgers if we were betting on that. But that was one of the more exciting and fun games to watch this week. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people caught that one. Yeah, like you say, that lineup's incredible. Like even yeah. uh, Cody Bellinger that you mentioned there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've had him batting eight. You see, if he's your number eight, he's had a bad season, yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. bad season. Uh, I mean, if he's, your, if he's your number eight hitter, it's absolutely outstanding. Like, yeah. um, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. There's great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at win bet. Boosted parlays, in-game odds, every major sport. If you sign up today, you'll receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet and Win. It's the WinBet app or wynnbet.com to start winning today. Um, so that's the race is covered as far as, as, far as we know. A um, couple of bits of housekeeping. Uh, Robbie Ray, Moonaf. I said the other night that my uh, that my bet was AL only. Well, it's not. It's an MLB. I checked. I had a double check, and I think I'm in trouble. Me enough. It's uh, it's a, a whole MLB bet, um, and he is one in front. He got he struck out four last night against the Yankees, um, which puts put him one in front of Zach Wheeler. But as it stands, Zach Wheeler slated to pitch Sunday. So I think I'm in trouble. I need a pitching change, Moonaf. Everything I've picked for the last six weeks has been subject to a pitching change. Uh, so I'd really enjoy the Phillies just to pull um, just to pull Zach Wheeler for this. Although they haven't announced the starting pitcher for Friday or Saturday. Um, so why they've um, determined to pitch Zach Wheeler on Sunday, I don't know. You never know. He might just sit. I mean, there's no reason. To... I mean, maybe he's still in the Cy Young. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they just sit him. Who knows? Maybe you get lucky there. Maybe when did Robbie Ray pitch last night? Thursday. He pitched last night. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, so he's not probably not going to be pitching for the rest of the season. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, you probably just have to pray that Zach Wheeler doesn't get a start or because it's oh, still shelled only one off. behind. Yeah, that that that's tough, man. I think that sixteen double players. Yeah, it, it'll do. I think that if he was uh, playing anybody else or Robbie Ray was pitching against another team because he's had struggles this season against the Yankees. Um, you probably needed it for him to get into double digits last night to maybe have a comfortable lead. But and at that same part, token, you could have probably hedged on a Zach Wheeler uh, strikeout pop on Sunday if he was going to pitch. But, yeah. you know, with him only being one behind, I, there's not much of an opportunity. There. I did think that. I thought exactly if I go and back him something like over six and a half. Yeah, guarantee. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I can I can uh, I could see myself just losing twice as much, <laughs> which isn't really the idea. Um and the final bit of housekeeping moon off is our underdog 
um, um, September underdog that the uh, that the consig put us onto. Yeah, and actually we've taken a bit of a hit uh, yeah. the last few nights since we spoke. I do think that with all these favors, we said that the Dodgers swept, uh, the Padres swept, the Braves have done the same. Yeah. Um, so I think it stood to reason while there was so much to see. I can see this bouncing back actually over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, but just run us through the numbers since we last spoke. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Malcolm. Is that that this this last week? It's where you know when you had the Dodgers and the Padres. Sorry, the Dodgers and the Giants in must-win situations playing lesser opponents. Um, that's pretty much six hundred dollars right there that you lost towards you know your dogs or September dogs of the month. So, but nonetheless, I mean. It, the, the consig was right that you're going to, if you blindly play them, you're going to be up a profit and just depending on a unit size, whatever that case might be. But I know we were close to uh, what 2,700, I think last week or the week before. Yeah. So to kind of close out this week, I, what you just said, you, you'll still be in the black. You'll still be up about eight, nine, close to $900, which is not bad for a month without doing any handicapping or anything, things like that. So um you know, we'll, we'll keep track of this as long as we're going to do this podcast and, and you know, next September we'll be on it again. So to kind of in the month here, we, the exact number was $887. If you're blindly just betting every underdog. Um, but I think like Malcolm just said that it took a bit of a hit because of this last week where you had teams that are in must win situations um, that are heavy priced uh, favorites. The Dodgers and the giants are the prime example of that where, they went six and zero over their final uh, their final week here. So, um, nonetheless, you know, an extra nine hundred dollars doesn't hurt anybody for the month without doing any work. No, it's just it, it feels slightly anticlimactic that we were yeah. up to two and a uh, yeah. two and a half grand roundabout at one point. But I do think we'll have a, a fight back. I think we'll finish in four figures by the time uh, Sunday night is done. Um, if you want some um, analysis in depth on this weekend slate, picks wise. Is the number one app for sports betting picks, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game, all for free. If you found your pick, search the latest sports promotions to sign up for an account, compare the odds, and finally place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling, Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Okay, so moving into these uh, these series of the weekend, then um, we've got to start with the um, the Giants and the Dodgers. The Giants take on the Padres, uh, and the Dodgers have the Brewers. Um, but that two game lead for the Giants, Moonaf, I, I can't see them falling now. They've been yeah. so consistent and they've been so tough as well. This has been such an outstanding performance. Uh, by San Francisco. I think I can see them getting it done fairly bloodlessly. And the Padres really look a little bit broken at this point. Yeah, I mean, the Padres gave the Dodgers a fight this weekend, but uh, like you said, the Giants have just been so consistent that everybody's kind of been waiting for them to fall off. And I don't think that it's going to happen this weekend, knock on wood. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple for the Giants. If they win two out of the final three games here, or if uh, the Dodgers drop one between Friday and Saturday here. The Giants will clinch the NL West and the Dodgers will uh, clinch that first spot in the wild card uh, in the wild card game or the wild card uh, race there. So uh, pretty simple there for the Padres and the Giants. I'm oh, sorry, um, the Padres. The, oh, sorry, the Giants and the Dodgers. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the other teams, the, the playoff, um, 
ramifications. The Yankees take on the Rays, um, mm-hmm. needing to win one game to 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 clinch that wild card berth. Um, Red Sox go to the Nationals. Uh, they'll need a couple. The Mariners um, take on the Angels at home. Uh, they need a couple. And the Blue Jays take on the Orioles, needing to win all three yep. uh, and get a little bit of help. So um, interesting series, those. Um, like you say, the, the would the Rays, are the Rays going to be bang up for this? Would they like to put a spanner in the works of the Yankees or will the Rays just be kind of checked out, focused on the playoffs? Um, I mean, I think at this point for the Rays, it's just about making sure your your arms, your pitching arms and your bats are healthy. I don't think that you really want to play spoiler to the Yankees. I mean, it, it, I think this series this weekend, if the Yankees, you know, get the victory, it's going to be, I believe it'll be the Rays versus the Yank. No, it'll be the second wild card spot taking off the Rays. So, I mean, for the Rays, you, you've clinched the best um the best record in the American league, you already won the division. So you really don't have any incentive to play, um, you know, play meaningful baseball, I guess you can say. So, you know, we might yeah. be seeing, you know, guys like Randy or Rosarina, Nelson Cruz, some of their better bats uh, getting nights off and just getting ready for the playoffs. I mean, at this point, just get to Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, make sure your guys are healthy and then, and then go from there. It'll be more interesting, obviously with these, uh, these three teams battling out for the second spot for the wild card. Yeah, I think um, for the weekend in general, I'm seeing big letdown spots. There's one I'm going to come to, I think, uh, in a little while. But you're looking for teams that get either um, that fail to clinch. Uh, a team could go down tonight or tomorrow, for example, Toronto, uh, if they don't win all three games. So if they lose tonight, I think they could be in a letdown spot Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, or equally, teams who have clinched, uh, like you say, getting a bit beard up uh, and and not really um, committing uh, to the night after. So so check those spots because yeah. they will be there available. Um, and then um, check the lineups as well because I do think these dogs are going to come back. Um, there's plenty games. Someone's got to win or lose all of these games, even the games are nothing to ride on. So just have a look at the have a look at the starting pitches. Have a look what the bullpen have been doing over the last couple of nights. Uh, check the lineups, and I think there'll be some huge price winners. Um, over the next few nights. So even though, I mean, it's a great, it's a great weekend of sport, uh, but as it, um, the, the, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, we're always looking for angles and there's definitely angles to be found this weekend, uh, which brings us, Moonaf, to our picks. We have made some picks. I mean, you suggested earlier on, Moonaf, that we didn't make picks. I mean, what, did, did you, have you bumped your head? Are you feeling okay? What was all that about? Was it a no, trick I question? Think- no, it was just the reasons that you just mentioned, right? Because, you know, we're going to have let down spots. Um, motivation might be a question for a lot of these teams, like we just mentioned with the Rays, you know, with, with the Cardinals. If the Giants are able to clinch by Saturday night, you know, what's the incentive for the Dodgers? Um, you know, are they still going to put some of these big arms out there? Or are they just going to rest them for the wild card game? So I think that was just more of my angle. But like you just mentioned, I think these picks do kind of come with a disclaimer is that make sure you're checking the lineups and there might be pitching changes that we may see on Sunday, even Saturday. So um, I think that was just the only reason I, I, I had mentioned that. But, you know, we're, we're still going to put out picks like you mentioned. I see you're shaking your head at me, but... Um, don't yeah. let Sean and Ryan hear you suggest that we don't make picks for Moonaf. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, on, it's not very on-brand, Moonaf. Right. I'll be waiting to get that notification that Zach Wheeler isn't pitching. <laughs> That's pretty much the biggest uh, the biggest yeah. thing I've got going this weekend. Like is uh, 
I mean, it's only it's not much. It's it's a it's a five. It's twenty five to one. But uh, yeah, I just have the Giants have left for the NL West. So if they're able to clinch by, oh okay, hopefully they're really clinched by Saturday night. So Sunday's not a sweat for me. What price did you pick them up at? I picked them up at four to one. I mean, it's not the greatest price, but I, right. I really, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, and I think that you know if. It, it, we were kind of waiting for like the Dodgers to kind of take over. And there was points at a, at a time where like the Dodgers got in front of the giants where they were like one game ahead or half a game ahead. But like we mentioned, the giants have just been so consistent that at this point of the season, they're not want to get, they're not going to want to give that division title away. And I think that having to play that extra game, that wild card game is something they probably don't want to do, but yeah, I'll be rooting for the giants for sure this weekend. Absolutely. Um, I've made two picks for this weekend. I have no idea on prices whether they're going to be locks, dogs, or otherwise. And yep. what I have done, Moonaf, is I have not crunched the numbers. I have got handicapped these. Okay. Just on what we've been talking about, letdown spots, things that you've kind of noticed uh, over the last week or so, um, just little trends. So my first one's going to be uh, Saturday night, and it's Zach Gallen. Um the Diamondbacks against Antonio Senzatello with the Rockies. Now, I don't think the D-backs will be made favourites uh, in this at all. I mean, they're so rarely made favourites anyway. Um, yeah. And this is going to be a first five under um, because Zach Gallen, I've been, I've gone to the well with him two or three times this season and um, kind of been disappointed, although I think I've got him wrong sometimes as well uh, because I've missed the good start. There's been some good wins. Um, last time out, he was great against the Dodgers. Uh, he struck out eight. He only gave up um, one run. Um, and Antonio Santatella, who gets a bit of a bad press, really, um, he kind of gets lazily earmarked as being a bit crap. Um, he's remarkable. He's, he's given up two or fewer runs in six of his last eight starts. Um so I've got a feeling, I think the battle have checked out, uh, but I think both these pitches, especially Gallen, who's trying to put together a strong second half after some injury problems. So I think both pitches will pitch well here. Um, you're taking two poor lineups as well. Uh, whether they've checked out or not, even if they've checked in, they're not very good. Um, so I think Gallen and Senzatella uh, can keep runs to a minimum here uh, in the first five innings. So I'll be looking to take it under. This could easily be getting nothing, nothing through five. Um I think this will be a dog. Oh, Sunday night, I'm going to take the Brewers to beat the Dodgers, which is Freddie Peralta and Walker Bueller. Basically, because I think the Giants will have clinched, uh, which leaves the Dodgers um, with nothing to play for. Um, so at that point, um, I do like Freddie Peralta. Um, obviously, it's a big ass taking on uh, Walker Bueller, but just a big letdown spot uh, for Los Angeles. And I think the Brewers might be a little... A little bit of plus money, maybe one twenty plus one twenty or something. I don't know actually know if you could back them now in advance in mm. anticipation um of uh San Francisco having clinched by then. Or hang around for Sunday night. Uh, but it might just be a pick'em or something like that. Um but yeah, I think the Brewers will be good value regardless uh, to take down um Los Angeles, who will be unmotivated by then moon off. Um am I miles away or have I, have I am I onto something? But handicapping is the way to go this weekend, I guess you can say. Um, no, I think the the uh, thought process of your Sunday pick with the Dodgers and the uh, the Brewers is is spot on. So, like I said, we said the Dodgers may not have anything to play for on Sunday. So when you have some of these great bats in your lineup, some of these great um, pitchers, that it, it might just turn into a bullpen day for the um, for the uh, for the Dodgers on Sunday. So. 
I guess there's two ways you kind of look at it for the Dodgers on Sunday is that number one does, I, I do think Walker Bueller is in still in talks for the Cy Young award, or is it down to Max Scherzer and Zach Wheeler or Corbin Burns? Yeah. I, I don't think Bueller's in there. Yeah. So it, there might be an opportunity where they just kind of say, Hey, Bueller, you don't need a pitch on Sunday, sit down so we can have save you for the, maybe if we need you out of the bullpen, or, you know, maybe start the wild card game. Who knows? While well, he could probably get the start for the wild card game. So, yeah, like Malcolm mentioned, just make sure you're checking these pitches. I think there's going to be a weekend where we see a lot of pitching matchups for teams that maybe have not have nothing to play for. But again, the thought process is correct, right? Giants clinch. Uh, the motivation is not going to be there on Sunday. So you might even get a good, nice uh, dog prize for the uh, Brewers on Sunday. Um, um, you you stuck in the same series, Moon. Enough, you've got the Saturday game, uh, Corbin Burns against Urias. Yeah, well, Saturday, uh, I'm sticking with the same series. I'm going to take the under uh, in the Saturday night matchup. We have Corbin Burns versus Julio uh, Urias. I'm going to take the under, like I said. Corbin Burns, uh, definitely in the Cyan conversation. Maybe that's why he's still getting uh, going out there, but his numbers by far have been amazing. This is the guy that we had talked about early in the season. That was really setting that strike strikeout record with consecutive strikeouts and, and how many strikeouts he had in the first like three or four starts. But um, on the road this season, 7-0 and with a 1.64 ERA. Um, over the last 30 days, teams are batting 185 against him. Uh, I'm not sure we expect to see the better bats of the Brewers playing, like I said, because they don't have much to play for. They already clinched the division. Um, so you might be seeing, you know, guys that, are you know on the bench that are that are getting uh the start here so again managers have to be cautious they don't want to risk injuries uh meanwhile on the mound for the dodgers like i said julio julio urias six and one at home 3.42 era he does have one start against the brewers this season he went seven innings and it only allowed four hits to the brewers one earned run and struck out 10 batters so i think this is the game that the uh dodgers are going to be all in on right because they have to win um Maybe a money line price. I think you may be able to get something on the Dodgers here also. So maybe if you're feeling frisky, you want to parlay it um, because I think the Dodgers might be kind of at a discounted price here on Saturday because Corbin Burns is pitching for the Brewers. But you have two stud pitchers on the mound for both these rosters. Um, so I'm going to take the under in this game. And if the price is right, I'll probably take the Dodgers money line also in this game. Um, for my second uh, pick, this is going to be a dog for sure. Saturday, I'm going to take the Cubs first five innings money line versus the Cardinals. Uh, it's Adrian Sampson versus John Lester. Since Adrian Sampson was inserted into the starting rotation, he's been pretty good for the Cubs in four starts so far. He has not given up more than two earned runs in those four starts. He had one appearance against the Cardinals, six innings pitch, three hits and two earned runs. And that's in that start on the flip side. Like I said, John Lester on the mound for the Cardinals, Lester three and two with a 4.62 ERA at home this season. That ERA is a little high. Um, and against the Cubs this season, he's struggled. Um, two starts for Lester against the Cubs. 0-1, 6.97 ERA, 10 and one-thirds inning pitch, 16 hits allowed, eight earned runs, and the Cubs are batting a 381 against Lester. So Again, another situation where Cardinals have nothing to play for. They're pretty much locked into that number two spot in the wild card of the National League. So you may not see, you know, Arenado. You might not see Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmond, uh, Tyler O'Neill not playing in some of these games. So I think, um, like Malcolm mentioned earlier, that the dogs may just come back 
through this weekend, just depending on from game to game situation. So again, disclaimer, we are putting picks out there, but make sure to check these, uh, the pitching matchups, the, the lineups are the big things to check also, but yeah, I kind of like, I really do like our picks for this weekend. Yeah. I love your, uh, I love your handicapping on the Brewers and the Dodgers and that, um, that Cubs one is a real live, uh, a real live bet as well. I just watched a little bit of the Cubs earlier on. They uh, beat the Pirates nine to nothing last night. They've got a few young guys in there uh, who are hitting quite well at the moment. Um, so yeah, the Cubs have been uh, uh, pretty funky, pretty funky recently. I wouldn't put you off them at all. Um, is uh, Scott sending in a recording this week, Moon? After that, you're aware of? Ah, uh, yeah, he will. He will do. Okay, uh, as, as if by magic then. Uh, here are Scott's picks for the weekend. Hey guys, Scott Rochelle back here with your walk and dog for the weekend. Quickly recapping how we did over the week. We ended up going 0-2, unfortunately, so look to bounce back with a winning weekend. Starting with the lock on Saturday, like the Rays and Yankees first five under. Baz on the mound for Tampa Bay, two starts this season, 10 and two-thirds innings pitched, 1.69 ERA. Meanwhile, you have Montgomery on the mound for New York, five starts against Tampa Bay this season, 28 and one-thirds innings pitched, 3.18 ERA. And Montgomery has allowed one run in each of the last three starts. I think you'll see a very small amount of runs being scored over the first five innings on Saturday. And looking at the dog on Saturday as well, I like the Giants minus one and a half against the Padres. Giants have won each of their last six games, while the Padres have lost each of their last six games. Gallows on the mound for San Francisco, five starts against San Diego this season, 28 innings pitched, 3.54 ERA. Musgrove pitching for the Padres, five starts against San Francisco this season, 21 and two-thirds innings pitched, 7.06 ERA. I think the Giants will try to put the pedal to the metal to clinch the division title, and I think the Giants will win this game by a couple of runs. Either way, that has been your lock and dog for the weekend. Let it ride. There we go. Thank you very much, Scott, for those. Um, yeah, there's some winners definitely in there, Moon. Uh, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this weekend now. Um, yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm out to work tomorrow night, uh, but apart from that, I can spend, uh, I've got all the rest of this evening. Uh, all day tomorrow to watch a bit of EPL, etc., and then I can uh, I can double up these last games with the NFL on Sunday night. So, so a well earned, uh, a well earned man and sport weekend moon I've gone up for me. Hundred percent. I think this is going to be an exciting weekend for uh, not only baseball but everything happening across you know the sports landscape. Like you said, EPL is back. We had Champions League this week, Europa League yesterday. So you know most of the leagues are back in action this weekend. NFL week four is already here. Um, so a lot of stuff going on. So you and I will be back, I believe, Monday morning, Monday afternoon-ish to right, uh, yep. recap the weekend. We'll recap the the seasonal, the whole season, and then we'll get into the wild card matchups. And uh, maybe that you might have to designate two hours for that show, uh, Malcolm, because it's going <laughs> to it's gonna be a lot of fun recapping, obviously, the weekend and the entire series, or sorry, the entire season. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, usual places to rate and review and uh, the, the tally site picks and what have you is still going up there. Uh, loads of fantasy NFL stuff uh, and listen to the boys, the DFS lineups uh, and their weekly NFL picks as well. Um, have a good weekend. Enjoy everything, uh, whatever you're watching. Um, we will be back on Monday. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.